Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com. With Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap, they're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, this is Fightful. And this is January 5th, 2023. We do not often come to you on a Thursday. But if you were watching Day After Dynamite with myself and Will Washington, you notice I was probably distracted a lot in the second hour because some wild news dropped. We've got Jimmy Van here because uh, he's got some very unique insight and some experience that, quite honestly, I don't have. And I think that was displayed by the clip that we we had uh, posted on Twitter where Jimmy Van said that if if it were to happen, this is how it happens. But this is what's happening. Vince McMahon, uh, according to the Wall Street Journal, plans, not even according to the Wall Street Journal, according to him releasing his own press release now, is planning a return to WWE as an executive chairman. And uh, he'll be bringing back Michelle Wilson and George Berrios as we'll force three people to step down from the board or vacate their seats. And the word is that he is hoping to oversee a rights fee deal and potentially a sale. We have got a ton of information on this. If you have any questions, leave a super chat, leave a humper chat. You can go over to humperchats.com to do that. We will answer your questions as best we can. I have a pretty significant report on FightfulSelect.com about how talent found out, how people in different departments found out, what they know, what they expect, what their concerns are. Jimmy, it's good to have you here. Yeah, this is uh, unusual. I have uh, my family out having dinner as we speak, and uh, I told my wife I'm going to lock the door for a little bit because something came up. So this is interesting. So I, the, the first thing I want to say right off the hop is at least on the service, it doesn't sound as bad as people might uh, fear, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of risk, especially if he becomes chairman, there is risk. Uh, I want to uh, read some of the quotes directly from the wall street journal story and from Vincent Mann's press release, just to make sure that we don't speak out of context. Yeah. But uh, basically in the wall street journal story, They said that McMahon, who has majority voting power through his ownership of the Class B stock, has told the company that he's electing himself. And as you mentioned, uh, former co-presidents and directors, Michelle Wilson and George Barrios, to the board. And the move will reinstate McMahon to the board as well. And then three uh, others have to vacate their positions. Now, obviously, these are choices that he made because, let's be honest, I mean, he's got them in his back pocket. They were longtime company executives. He made them both rich. And so if you need the majority of the vote of the board to vote you in as chairman, probably very unlikely they're not going to vote for you. Yes. So uh, so it's it's obvious why they're why they are there. The Wall Street Journal story said it isn't clear where that would leave his daughter, Stephanie McMahon. Uh, after his departure, she took over as chairwoman and co-CEO. And that's one of the points that I made on Twitter is. Uh, they are not co-chair because I think a lot of people get confused. They're not co-chair. They're co-CEO. Stephanie's currently the chairwoman. And so if Vince were to take over as chairman, she would essentially be replacing Stephanie unless the two of them became co-chair, which you never know. That's there, There's still a lot left up in the air with this I, whole I, thing. I do want to specify, I did have a top WDB talent that asked me, hey, why did he fire them to begin with? And one of the things that they were opposed to was talent hoarding. That was one of the things cited as uh, one of the reasons it was that their vision of growth of WWE was different than Vince's. Vince wanted a talent hoard and expand globally. And they're like, I don't know if that's necessarily a good idea. 
in reality, we know that Vince wanted a talent hoard to harm competitors, which were ROH and New Japan, uh, and then eventually AEW. But a little bit of context to that, but they're back. Well, so the, it wasn't only the talent hoarding. So Vince blamed them for the failure of the network. Yes. Uh, because at the time he said that they pushed him in that direction to 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 forego their pay-per-view model, their traditional pay-per-view model, uh, put everything on the network, including WrestleMania, and it didn't work until they were able to license it. And he kind of put the heat on them because the company got a lot of heat. Yeah. This time around, I don't think they're necessarily there to make any kind of decisions because this time around they wouldn't be, what was their position before? Co-presidents and directors. They're not going to be co-presidents and directors. They're going to be board members. They're there in theory at least it sounds just to get Vince back as chairman to, to, to be board members that can vote him back in as chairman. And that's what it sounds like. Uh, there was other stuff that the wall street journal, uh, revealed. They said McMahon sent a letter to the board in late December detailing his desire to return to the company that he ran for four decades to help spearhead a strategic review process. McMahon believes there is a narrow window to kick off a sales process because media rights are about to be renegotiated, yes. which is true. Cause they, I think they're, they're looking at late, late spring. Yeah, I was I was about to drop a story on Select this weekend about how 2024 is going to change things for the entire wrestling landscape, and that's that's a big part of it. Mister Meowpuss says, "Could the sale talk be to boost rights free prices?" Well, I mean, not just for that. I think Vince McMahon, if it's going to sell, wants to maximize his revenue, and Vince McMahon has always been a "I can do it better than anybody else" guy, even as delusional as he may be. But I think that for the amount of money that WWE is going to cost, this is just my hunch. You look at media companies who would just buy the whole damn thing to avoid rights fees. That way they can make their money back and they can they have a lot more freedom with a lot of that. They don't have to answer to a Vince McMahon or anybody. They can cater the show as they see fit with with what they have. But honestly, uh, we, we saw the the UFC with how much was their sale, Jimmy? In like 20- four billion. Four billion. WWE would probably be more than that. I would. Oh, would. Oh, it would. Way more. Yeah. And uh, that's something that honestly. Uh, the right media company could probably make their money back on. We, we, you know, we see Fox, they've got stuff, but I don't think that Fox would be in, in that business. But you see USA Network, Viacom, uh, there, there are a lot of places that they kind of do that. Disney is one. They've got a whole host of networks. You see, I think it was uh, FX that Will Washington mentioned was going to air the XFL. Wherever WWE Raw goes or SmackDown goes, an audience will follow. It's easier to follow a show like that than ever before. And to answer the gentleman's question, the the sale of the company would not impact the cost of rights. It'd be the other way around. The rights deal would impact the valuation of the company. Yes. A, a media company that's that's licensing the rights, they don't give a shit if the company sells or not. They're just licensing the content. Uh, so that that's how that would work. Now, uh, I wanted to get to a few comments from Vince McMahon's press release. And Sean and I were joking off the air that this might be the first time that I can remember that somebody that left his position kind of unwillingly issues a press release basically saying, I want my job back. Before you get into that, do you think that Vince and his people leaked this story to Wall Street Journal? Given the timing, they both came out on the same day. Yeah, either that or it was a hastily produced uh, press release. But considering the timing of it, I mean, we know somebody from WWE leaked the Wall Street Journal stuff the last three times. Uh, we, we've covered that. But I mean, you know what? The the Wall Street Journal story, I mean, they made sure to point out uh, about the allegations and about the yes. investigation. It could have been the same source that did it kind of almost out of desperation, knowing that the Vista Man press release was coming. Uh, because they obviously not all the board's going to be happy with this, right? I mean, they're not. And Correct. so, and so that's probably, that could be uh, why they decided to leak it. And the, the, the vibe that I'm getting is like, nobody seemed to know about this in the company, not top talent, not staff, not production, not creative, nobody. I would, obviously the board knew, but this was a late December thing. Um, so, I mean, there are obviously some people that if Stephanie knew, you know, Triple H knew. 100%. Nick Khan knew. Yes. For sure he did. Of course he knew. Yeah. A couple other points from the Wall Street Journal story, because I, I really want to paint a full picture for everybody of what's going on. So McMahon and the board have been going back and forth with letters about his desire to return and, and be part of the sale process. 
The board responded in December. They sent McMahon a letter. They said that they are they were prepared to initiate a review process, meaning the process of reviewing sales opportunities, mm-hmm. and they would welcome working with him. However, it said it unanimously agreed that Mr. McMahon's return to the business wouldn't be in shareholders' best interest. According to people familiar with the, with the, these letters, McMahon then communicated to the board that unless he has direct involvement as executive chairman from the outset of a strategic review, he won't support or approve any media rights deal or sale. So immediately upon this news dropping, the after hours price of WWE stock just shot up. Do you think that Vince McMahon will try to spin that and be like, well, well look what just the mere mention of me did? Do you think that he'll try to spin that to some let's degree? See, let's see how it looks tomorrow. Yeah, because see, I mean, it's oh, I'm sorry, not ahead. it's not higher right now than it was in November. So I mean, like by the time that he left, it it was significantly lower than it was this this morning before this news even dropped. People bought it because they heard sale. Of course. I mean, that's essentially what it is. They heard sale. Like, oh shit, they're, they're, they're getting ready to sell. So let's get in before that happens. That, that, that's, yeah. that's kind of what it is. It's reactionary. So McMahon issued a press release. Uh, and I want to read some comments from the press release. He said he has taken necessary action to position the company to capitalize on a unique opportunity to maximize long-term value for all shareholders. So he's, he's painting this like this is necessary. And he's really utilizing the fact that he is the majority shareholder because there's a lot of comments in here, such as this one, where he says, my return will allow WWE, as well as any transaction counterparties, which would be a potential uh, buyer, to engage in these processes, knowing they will have the support of the controlling shareholder. So he's really trying to utilize that. You know, I, I need to be a part of this because I'm the majority shareholder. Now, there is one thing, and I noted on Twitter, that wrestling fans that are scared that, oh, shit, he's going to take over creative and the product's going to suck. There's one quote that could maybe reassure you that that's not going to happen. He said, I look forward to working closely again with Michelle and George, as well as the company's remaining directors and management team. And that's key remaining directors and management team who have my full support and confidence. WWE has an exceptional management team in place, and I do not intend for my return to have any impact on their roles, duties, or responsibilities. That makes it sound to me like he's saying, I want to be part of the sale process. Uh, and there's another th- another thing that he says in this press release. It says, Mr. McMahon's new role will enable unified decision-making. So it sounds like he wants to be part of the process. Uh, it doesn't sound like he wants to take anybody's job. It doesn't sound like he wants to you know, remove anybody's duties. It sounds like he wants to be part of the sale process. But there is obviously risk. And the risk is, how many times, Sean, and you know this firsthand, how many ch- times did Vincent Man change his mind when he was heading up creative? How many times on a whim? Oh my would gosh, he all the mind? time. I would get all the, the time. I would get rundowns and actual scripts, and they would not match what, what was going to be on the show. Yes. Now, unless, not unless, if he were to be uh, reelected as chairman, now all of a sudden he's got a lot, he wields a lot of power you know, as as a top company executive, what if he decides one day, you know what, they're not getting it done creatively. So I'm going to go ahead and inject myself back in. What if he decides one day, you know what, we have to cut some costs. Let's, let's trim some of the talent. If he's chairman, he wields that power. He can make those decisions. CM says, if he gets his chair back, is there a worry about more cuts of talent? Yes, there is. Absolutely. If he's chairman, he's got that power for sure. Yes, there And there is a worry, especially I, I spoke to one person that that had been brought back and they were like fun while it lasted type of thing. Like it was, uh, it's a lot of doom and gloom. There is nobody that's positive about this right now that I've spoken with. Everybody sees even people that like Vince personally and, and owe him or feel like they owe him a debt of gratitude professionally are not excited about this idea. And I mean, admittedly there's a bunch that are asking questions that I don't have the answers to as well. That's, that's the particularly concerning thing when these people who, I ask questions to every day are asking me questions and they don't know. And they're like, what the hell's going to happen? And we don't know right now. We don't know. Yeah. And the thing you have to think about too, you know, again, he's painting the picture. Like, you know, I just want to be part of the process. It's going to be unified. This show is sponsored by better help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, 
play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Decision making, meaning, you know, he wants the others to be a part of the decision with him kind of thing. He's painting this picture like he just wants to be part of the sales process, but look at how he's looking to get himself back in. He's looking to get himself back in by utilizing his majority control, bringing in people that he's got in his back pocket and utilizing them to try to get him reelected as chairman. So even though he's painting this, this picture, like I just want to help sell the company and I want to help get the, get the best uh, media rights deal. And I'm doing it for the, for the, for the positivity of the shareholders and the company, he's doing it by already kind of wielding that power forcefully when the board, according to the wall street journal, told him that's cool you can be part of the review yes but we don't want you to be part of the company and, and that was that was uh something that actually i was talking to jeff hawkins about jeff was like he could have operated in the shadows and been a part of this yes and that, that was so that was something i was discussing with with a top wb talent and i want to bring up their their stuff they said okay well how could this affect wb and i'm like well his very involvement in this publicly could affect WWE's valuation and their leverage when speaking to a network. Cause there are a lot of networks that'd be like, well, whether a sale happens or not, we don't want to have anything to do with him. We don't want the stink of his name right now involved with our brand, our network and, and what we're putting on the air. Um, so, I mean, that could happen as well. Uh, Cody says, isn't he threatening a breach of fiduciary duty? No, I mean, obviously anything they do, they have to make sure that they abide by the terms of internal governance. They got to make sure that they follow the letter of the law. They got to follow proper procedure in theory. So, you know, this, this almost reminds me of the Dana White thing where, you know, the the thing happens with his wife and all that they're going to do is let's just delay the show by one week because it's going to settle down. This feels the same to me. These, these allegations come up and Vince Man's mentality is it, it's going to just settle. It's going to clear up and, and time, time kind of heals all, heals all wounds. He's, he's, he, everything that he's doing right now is legal. Uh, however, the repercussions, the fallout is the concern. Uh, and we talked about this on Listen to Your Boy a few weeks ago. What if this big man becomes chairman there's still uh, allegations, I believe, still ongoing, like the Rita Shatterton uh, settlement, like that's still kind of out there, right? And there's other things still that are still ongoing, kind of out yeah. there. What happens if he becomes chairman and now the SEC decides to reopen their investigation? What happens if key executives or board members decide they want to quit? What happens if shareholders get a little bit scared they sell uh, and now the stock price drops? That could lead to shareholder lawsuits, Sean. Not just market cap and valuation, class action lawsuits could happen. We've seen it happen before when 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 the stock dropped and and uh, shareholders successfully sued. Uh, there was the thing about Saudi Arabia and 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 other stuff. So there there could be a lot of fallout as a result. And for me, if I'm on the board, if I'm a board member, or, or you know, if I'm Nick Khan, Triple H, Stephanie, whoever, if I'm on the board, and if Vincent Man is telling me I just want to be part of the sale process. That's all I want. I want to be part of the sale process. But now as the chairman, you wield all this power and you could decide anytime you want to make changes to the product. I would be very concerned by that, regardless of what you're telling me. I would be very concerned uh, if you suddenly have that, that, that position again. So this uh, is kind of in, where they're at. I want to get into some questions. Uh, this show uh, brought to you by NordVPN.com slash Fightful. 
Change your virtual location with the fastest VPN in the world. It works on all your devices. If you miss the old WWE Network interface, you want to watch AEW on AEW Plus without commercials, or if you want to buy those UFC pay-per-views at uh, a whole lot less than what they're charging for them now, I think 80 bucks now, you can get uh, NordVPN.com slash Fightful and get four months free off your deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's NordVPN.com slash Fightful. KE775 says, any company that buys WWE will require Vince to leave. I can't imagine they want their name attached to Vince. Is that fair? That's sort of what I mentioned earlier, but DeShires also says, what could prevent that from this from happening? Is that something that could prevent it from happening? I'm sorry, what could prevent what from happening? Say that again. Could just the stink of his name be enough to prevent this from happening? The, the possible effect evaluation, or will companies look at it and say, well, if we buy it from him, he's gone, so it doesn't matter. So I think that more than likely, uh, just like when they did the last round of media rights, I think that Vince would really not be involved that heavily. I think it would mostly be Nikon, uh, maybe Stephanie, maybe uh, um, Triple H a bit. And I, I, I can't recall the gentleman who heads up the finance, uh, the finance arm of the company. I think that the, the, the nuts and bolts of it would not be handled by Vince. I don't think he'd be involved in the day-to-day discussions or negotiations. I think Nikon would be handling a lot of that. I think that Vince thinks that because he's Vince McMahon and he is the the founder of the company and he's you know the the, the supposed face everybody knows. I think that he thinks, being almost eighty years old, that uh, it's going to be helpful to have him you know part of a Zoom call, have him in a boardroom for a meeting, whatever. I don't think he plans to be heavily involved yeah, in the illusions in the of grandeur. Is what yeah, it is. that's what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Showtime says, as soon as I saw this story, I kept refreshing YouTube to see the best dirt sheet boys opinion on it. Best $5 plus super chats. I spend every month. Thank you guys so much. Kylie also says just rejoin fightful select best $5. That's a great way to support us guys. Right now we have ask Grapsity live on the air over there. So uh, make sure you support those guys as well. Cal W95 says, couldn't they make him sign an agreement where he can't involve himself in anything but the sale? They can't make him do shit, can they? I mean, again, if he wants to wield his power as the majority shareholder, because this is exactly what I talked about on The Listening Boy three weeks ago. This was the way for him to get back in. Get people on the board of directors that are in your back pocket that will elect you to be chairman. And he has the power to do that. And yeah. so, and it sounds like now that's exactly what he's going to do. Uh, now, here's something that's interesting to me. So, there's last I looked, there's 11, uh, 11 um, board members, right? And I believe you need majority. So, that means that you need six. So, Vince and Michelle Wilson and George Barrios, that would be three. Who do you think the other three would be, Sean? Do you think Nick Khan, Paul Levesque, Stephanie McMahon would be three? Do you think that Stephanie, because Stephanie, it's her dad, right? I don't think she would vote for him. I see this is this is she a left the company question, right? She left the company. I think that she knew some shit was up. Yeah, I think I think that she knew. And uh, Dakota says, what would a sale ultimately mean? What would be some of the pros and cons? I I personally am of the belief that if somebody buys it, it's a media company. I think it would be a media content company, right. an Amazon, a Disney, uh, something like that. And you would likely see if it's Disney. You would probably see wrestling on like ESPN or one of their channels. You'd probably see pay-per-views on Disney Plus. You would probably see the network rolled into that uh, or on Amazon Prime or something like that. To me, it's a, it's a thing that can probably, uh, in the right hands, pay for itself in competent hands. Now, in terms of what does it look like corporately? So basically, you know, the, the majority shareholders, you know, they're going to get a payout. Vince is going to get a payout. Hunter's going to get a payout. Uh, and I'd be very interested if, so very much like the UFC thing. Now the UFC was not a public company when they sold, but Dana White as one of the owners of the UFC got a shit ton of money when Endeavor bought the UFC because he had a passion for what he did, he chose to stay on. And now he continues to make a shit ton of money for the UFC. The question would be, would, uh, I assume that the buyer would want to have, you know, these, these experts still involved, not Vince, but I'm sure they would want to have uh, triple H, maybe Nick Khan, maybe Stephanie, would they want to remain involved when all of a sudden they're sitting on hundreds of millions of dollars from an acquisition? I mean, that would be, that'd be a question that would have to get answered. Yeah. 
Velocipastor says, you all ever seen Succession? Uh, another executive in wrestling immediately said Succession season four. Never seen it. No, no I've heard of it. Never yeah. seen it. Review King. Uh, I'm not reading that one. That's a little bit rude. Sorry, I'm not reading anything that wishes harm on anybody. Albert Pont says, is this potentially discouraged talent that is not yet signed uh, to reconsider to go elsewhere? Does he have the power to remove Hunter, Steph, or Nick? As far as the talent, I can tell you, yes, it can and will affect the views of talent and the concerns of them. Uh, as far as the Stephanie, Nick, Triple H thing, Jimmy? So first off, you know, one, one of the issues with this whole thing is that there's always so much uncertainty because people don't understand everything, especially from a corporate, a corporate perspective. You remember when all those layoffs happened Yes. and you told me that a lot of talent thought, oh, they're setting up for a sale. And yeah. I, I explained on Listening Boy how that wasn't the case and how the, the, the talent layoffs didn't really impact the bottom line that much from a, mm -hmm. from a valuation perspective. In this situation, if Vince McMahon becomes chairman, he could, in theory, um, uh, get rid of Nick Khan as CEO. I mean, he would have the power to do it. He could get rid of what's Triple H's role. Uh, I don't even know what his, what his title is. But technically, as chairman, he would have that ability. Yes. Um, I don't think he would, though. I don't think he would. Not unless there was all of a sudden this big internal power play. Because maybe Nick Khan and Hunter and Stephanie are the board members that are saying, sure. fuck out. Otherwise, because when you think about how things were before, right? Before the allegations uh, arose, corporately things were fine. They were fine. The issue that people had with Vince was creatively. There was no issue corporately. They would do the quarterly calls. Vince would do his little one-liner at the start. After that, he handed it over to Nick Khan. Nick Khan handled the whole thing. Vince is surrounded by very competent, or was, was surrounded by very competent executives. And so corporately, there wasn't an issue. Uh, now, maybe, like I said, maybe this time there would be a power play. Maybe there'd be concerned that if he is chairman, now he wields all this power. But uh, otherwise, corporately, there wasn't an issue before. It, it was always the, the creative aspect and the way that Vince uh, booked the show. Desire says, what percentage would you give it that he comes back? Well, I mean, it, he's coming back. He's, he's doing his thing. I mean, he says he's coming back. Uh, they, need, they still need to, uh, to uh, get the majority vote from the board. True. And this isn't stupid. I'm sure that he's figured this out. He's, I mean, or else he wouldn't even try at this. Point. Well, you would think, I mean, so he's announced two people that he wants to be part of the board, right? You have to have majority vote. That means that he must know that there's people currently on the board that'll vote for him. So he does have the ability to just pull people and like, well, he said that they would have to vacate their position. Yeah. Or, they, or Wall they, Street Journal did. It, it, it's, this is kind of like the dirty corporate backroom politics stuff. Mm -hmm. Like everybody on the board, they're there because of Vince. And most of them don't work for WWE at all. Like aside from say Nick Khan and, and Hunter and Stephanie, most of them don't work for the company. They're, they, they work for other companies. They're, they may be their shareholders, but they're just, you know, you're on the board, you get certain perks, you get, you know, you get, you get, they're there because of Vince. And so, so I'm, I'm is sure this that a thing that he's had set up or do you think that these people would have to be like coerced into, as we know, Vince loves coercion, uh, coerced into vacating their spots. I'm sure he'd make it worth their while. As is tradition, apparently. The corporate uh, world, what can you say? There, there, there's a lot of dirt, Sean. I mean, there's you, you hear shit every day about this stuff. There's a lot of dirt uh, in this world. K775 says, with three board members about to be vacated, do you think there could be an internal struggle with Triple H, Stephanie, and Nick Khan? The, there long has been already. So, yeah, I think that there absolutely could be. The only thing that I can recall uh, in terms of a uh, political struggle Corporate struggle. I can't recall the uh, the news outlet. Maybe, Sean, you remember. Do you remember when the news outlet released the story about how Shane McMahon was looking to take over creative <laughs> and Hunter and Stephanie lost their shit? Yeah. And Shane went in to meet with Vince and he had the guy that wrote the book that was, that was a fraud, that Oprah Winfrey uh, uh, made a big deal because he wrote this book and it turned out that he made up the story. James something. He was the guy that Shane brought in to meet with Vince uh, he wanted to take over creative Hunter and Stephanie lost their shit. That's the only thing publicly that I can recall uh, until the wall street journal story with these anonymous, these anonymous, you know, supposed board members that leaked the story to them. Yeah. Um, I, I, as we do this, like 
I had done that inside the Royal Rumble feature last year and the year before, and I had decided, well, this year I'm not going to do it because it, it's a big undertaking. It monopolizes a lot of my interview time to get these quotes. And then I looked back on a year ago, Jimmy, and a year ago was the worst WWE creative morale I've ever seen between day one and Royal Rumble. And I was like, I've got to write about that. A goddamn sign caught on fire at this show. I've got to write about this. So I'm actively gathering and putting together stories for inside the Royal Rumble three that are almost unanimously about how inept Vince McMahon was as a creative force at that point. And uh, one of those lines was it went from an all time low to an all time high in morale over, over that year. So, yeah. And again, you know what, this is the first day this has come out and, and it's going to take time to kind of realize everything. And, Maybe again, all this concern will be for not, and maybe Vince's uh, intentions are "quote unquote" pure, Shit. and maybe 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 he just wants to be part of the sale process. He feels like this is my baby, and I'm the majority shareholder, and I created this thing, and I want to be involved with selling it. Maybe that's all he yeah. wants, and that's, right? that's sort of understandable. But I mean, I, I remember back to a, a higher up that said to me. If Vince were to come back in any capacity, it'd be a very selfish thing. And I was on the phone with this person. They're, they're very old school with that. And they were like, they pause and they're like, well, you know what? Maybe it will happen because him being selfish is what got us in this in the first place. And you have to, again, go back to the Wall Street Journal story uh, where they claimed that the board said, we'll absolutely work with you. You can absolutely yes. be part of the sales process, but we don't want you part of the company. And Vince basically said, nah, that's concerning. That's concerning. Yeah. If, if you're saying, I just want to be part of the sales process, I want a, a potential suitor to know that the majority shareholders on board, you don't need to be chairman for that. If the board is saying, absolutely, you can be part of the process. So why is it that you want to be chairman? That's concerning. That is. Johan, you, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, if you're, you know, uh, and again, most of the board members don't work for the company, so they care about the stock, but they don't care about the day-to-day so much. But the Nick Khan, Stephanie's hunters of the world, the talent, everybody else, they would always wonder if Vince's chairman, they're always going to wonder, is this the day that he shows up to raw? You know what I mean? Yep. I mean, that's, that's another thing that somebody asked. They're like, so he's not going to be around the shows. And I was like, not as of now. Johan says, do you think Vince believes whoever he sells to will let him run creative? I would be shocked if anybody he sold to would want him to have any involvement whatsoever even on a consulting basis, if they do their due diligence, Jimmy, if they, and anybody spending that amount of money is probably going to do their due diligence. Yeah. I don't think that's even, nah, I, I don't think that's, that's any part of it at all. I mean, the guy's almost 80 years old. I can understand again, like I, you know, you try to put yourself in his shoes. I can understand. Okay. They're going to get the, the next round of rights negotiated. The timing is right. Especially like you're saying, if they're going to sell to a media company, the timing is right to begin the sales process because you can bundle everything in one shot and it's his baby and he wants involvement. I can understand. But again, if they're, if the board is saying that's fine, but we don't want you to be part of the company, you're saying, no, I want to be chairman. It is concerning. Vincent says very convenient. This is happening right at the start of WrestleMania season. I mean, it's convenient for Vince because he kind of, kind of dictated what would happen there. Andrew says, Mercedes better get that con money before the line gets long <laughs> after these releases. I don't, I think she'll be good. Curtis says, who chooses who exits the board making room for Vince and his new appointees? Could Vince remove con triple H and Stephanie from the board? So because he is the majority shareholder uh, and essentially, so there, there's two ways that board members uh, um, come and go kind of thing. So they do do an annual election. And uh, I've, I've owned WWE stock for a long time, kind of for fun. So I get this card in the mail every year, but ultimately Vince has control and, and he can, he can choose whoever he wants. I, th- I believe the last time that there was a change was last September when uh, I believe one person resigned and a couple of new people uh, were elected. And that was a board uh, decision. That was just a majority board decision. They can do that whenever they can, they can do a majority board decision whenever. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see what happens. I'm curious if people are just going to, because again, they got 11 people on the board. You know, you think that none of them are still with Vince? You know? Yeah, I don't know. I I think a lot of them saw the increase of the, the stock price and the improvements made and an increase to the stock price and improvements made to creative. 
that goes a long way in a sale too, yeah. especially if they're shareholders. Yeah, Re yeah. Rerun says, definitely not a fan of this new season of Succession. And Brainmore says, you were just saying on Day After Dynamite, you were at 11K when people were getting bit and needed some new news, jokingly. Hey, listen, if I could make the same amount of money by reviewing chicken and waffles with wrestlers, I would do it. I, I would absolutely do it. But he also says, subscribe to Fightful Select for the best $5 in the biz. I agree. Deshire says, what percentage would you uh, give that he comes back? Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. I mean, I mean, you know, I don't want to keep beating a dead horse, but uh, this is what we called the whole time. If he really wanted to, he could utilize his voting power in order to kind of get himself back on the board, get the, the, the majority of the board to elect him as chairman. That's exactly what he wants to do. And uh, he can do that. So it okay. sounds like sounds like the odds are pretty high. Got to put over Denise and Cal W95 reminds me Denise has psychic power. She predicted Vince would force a sale in the video that we did for Denise's channel. Please go check it out, guys. Uh, Denise did predict that he would force a sale. Guy can't stay away that long. He can't let anybody else have it. What do you mean by force a sale? Come back and force a sale to some degree. I don't I, I don't think that she necessarily had the insight that you do, Jimmy. No, no, but no, no. Yeah, because you, you can't force a, a sale. You have to have a you have to have a buyer. Well, there you go. You know. Kate says, longtime fan. <laughs> this may have been asked already. Do you think this returns of potential free agents? Um, I think it makes them pause a little bit until they see what is going on. For sure. For yeah. sure. I think it does. Yeah. Uh, because WWE had the ability to say, not only will you make a lot of money, but creatively look where you'll be a lot better off. And now, no, there are so many people that don't necessarily believe he'll stay away from creative. Patrick says, Fightful Select, best $7 Canadian in the business. Nice. I'm going to give you guys a look at our Fightful commercial. Did you see it, Jimmy? Haven't had a chance yet because... Oh, buddy. Uh, you're, you know what? We'll, we'll put take it together. A, we'll, we'll take a little break. Um, it is Rob, your guy. Rob, Rob. did it. Okay. okay. Here you go, at my direction. Uh-huh. Hear what all the stars are saying about Fightful.com. Since 2016, Fightful has broken the most news across professional wrestling, giving you only the most important headlines. I was a big fan. I thought it was awesome. Then I went to my first wrestling practice, and I was like, what the hell? I was like, it's fake. And I was like, I was so mad. I'm kind of scarred by it. These guys lied to me. I went home. I had these little rubber dolls. Yeah. You know, wrestling guys. I cut their dicks off. Post-show podcasts, news videos, and exclusives. Don't take our word for it. Listen to what some of the biggest names in pro wrestling have to say. I wanted to like you, man. I really did. Why would you do that? Next question, says former WWE champion Big E. I'm not going to stooge to you dirt sheets like some of these other marks like to do, said former Universal Champion Braun Strowman. Don't get me involved, you loser says AEW World Champion MJF. What are you waiting for? Wow. Fightful.com And if you have an insatiable desire for more, FightfulSelect.com Why did you use a Stewie voice? What was, it, what was that about? Stewie's voice. That was a Stewie voice. It's my Ollie Davis voice. Uh-huh. And um, what are you going to do with that? I don't know. So you had my video editor. Yeah. Probably you spend, pay for probably spend at least a full day. It was a day. Yeah. It was a at day. At least a full day to make that shit just because you felt like it. Yeah. I was told that he was free. And if I had any video projects I needed him to do, today was the day to do it. So that was indeed the day that, that we got. Uh, Brian, yeah, that was me that said he's got the day free. If Sean needs any video projects, I told Melissa. Yeah, it was Melissa. I didn't know that you're going to do that. It was great, wasn't it? It's Fantastic. look, people, people love it. People that's, that's love good. it. That's How good. do you think this will affect NXT Europe? Not a bit. Not a bit. Uh, Brian Doyle says they're away from board of directors <laughs> to strip Vince of his majority sh voting shares. Almost said, <laughs> almost reversed that voting shares and made it shitting vares uh, to keep him out for the sake of stockholders. You know what? 
I've told this story before and, and, and it's not a nice story, but it's the only thing that I can think of that would work. I've told the story about how I, I uh, spent a weekend with Evander Holyfield <laughs> yeah, and his management were not nice people, quite frankly. Yeah, you and I give him a giant butt plug, Jimmy. What's that? You tried to give the man a giant butt plug. Well, that wasn't me that did that. That was that was a, a a thing that we went to that gave Evander that's got his name on it. But uh, no, but I I was witness to these guys putting contracts in front of Evander, giving him a pen, and they would say sign it. Yeah, and wouldn't even let him read it, and he probably didn't care anyway. But they just said sign it. That is the way that you can get voting power away from this man. You give him the documents, and you say sign it. Hey guys, do me a favor. Go over to my Twitter at Sean Ross Sap. Retweet my pinned tweet, which is this commercial. It's sitting at uh, 12,000 views already. Amish boy Freddy <laughs> says, New Year, same horrible shit going on in the world. Vince pulling this very real stunt as if this week hasn't been rough enough with everything that happened. Well, we did get some positive news on the on the Damar Hamlin thing. Uh, he not only woke up, but the first thing he asked was, did we win? Bless the guy. Bless the guy. It's positive about his uh, his uh, brain condition too. Oh, well, it's it's a miracle, and mm-hmm. it's fantastic. And uh, the assistant athletic trainer saved his life on the field. That is incredible. Uh, Broadway Joe says, "Sounds like old WWE or the old WWE is nothing without Vince Theory. They've been peddling for decades, which has been proven false. And hopefully, WWE fights him on this. I mean, they could try to fight him, but." Yeah, if he wants it, ultimately is his company. Yeah, he's got the ability to do it exactly the way that he's doing it. You 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 elect yourself to the board because you can. You elect people that you got in your back pocket because you can. He's doing it the way that he can do it. And uh, guys, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. Please leave a thumbs up. We are heading down the home stretch. Uh, we of course thank Jimmy for being here because he offers an all, a lot more insight on this than than I would have. Ryan Martin says news makes me absolutely sick and angry as a fan. What happens to Triple H, Stephanie, Nick Khan, and William Regal, who just came back and is in a position of power? Hopefully nothing happens to them because the show is better. Even if it's not for you, I don't think you can even argue that it's better. William Regal just got his job back. Um, Stephanie and Nick, well, let me tell you, Nick Khan's going to be all right. He would immediately find another job because he is he would be a very highly sought-out person to have anywhere. I don't think Vince wants to get rid of Nick Khan. I think he wants Nick Khan to help get the sale done Un- unless again nikon wants no part of the company because of it's mm. i don't think so i don't think so like I, I i remember reading stories about how the relationship was really good so yeah. uh i'd love to know who leaked the story to the wall street journal but uh me too yeah. isaac says if only vince if vince only wants to return to renegotiate or to negotiate a sale why would he return to creative surely he would be out again soon once the company is sold well that's the thing if that's what he wants right and and hopefully he can look at things and say eh, maybe maybe it was right, but it's it's very tough for a lot of people like that who have delusions of grandeur to believe that it's not the right thing for them to be in complete control, especially his age. Yeah, it's very possible that he watches the show and he thinks this is dog shit. It's very possible. Yeah, you know. WWR official says done with WWE while Vince is involved in any way will not support a known sexual predator, especially one as unapologetic as McMahon. You know what, man? I completely understand. And I've seen a lot of people that are like, I don't want to be involved. If Vince is involved. I think he hadn't even paid back the money yet. No, I think the wall street journal story said that. And I think I don't want to um, speak out of, out of context. Cause I didn't, I didn't take down that quote, but I think Vince said something along the lines of I'll pay it back once I'm uh <clears throat> I'm in there. Something like that. Yeah. Deshire says, man, this sucks. I gave almost give up on this company in June. Hearing this, I'll give up on it completely. Sucks for talent. There are a lot of very um, concerned talent. I've got a full report on that on FightfulSelect.com. Um, it's just, it's a bummer that, that they're, it's a bummer for them. Like quite honestly, hey, you know what? I'd rather somebody else own WWE. I really would. But um I'll be very curious, you know, if and when Vince does uh, become a member of the board again and then gets elected as chairman again, I'll be very curious about the stock price. Mm-hmm. I'll be very curious if there's, because it could go one of two ways, you know, because without being disrespectful of like mass groups of people, mass groups of people can be really stupid. And so yeah. they might look at it like, oh, this is great. This is Vince. So he's going to make a sale better and the stock price could go up. 
or it could go the other way and it could go down. And we've seen what ha what's happened in the past when decisions have been made that resulted in the stock price going down and disgruntled shareholders go after the company and they end up having to settle in, in oftentimes stuff like that. You know, it, it, it could just be a really bad look. I'll be very curious what happens uh, if, and when he resumes that position. We have uh, pro wrestling podcasting. My head hurts from all this. How are you guys holding up right now? At this point, I wish I could be surprised. After last year, almost nothing will surprise me. But I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Honestly, the Demar Hamlin news made me very happy today. That was that that made me very very happy because that was a very scary thing. Justin says, once it all goes to hell, I'll be the old head telling every uh, old head WWE fan telling everybody how WWE did LED screens just like the first WCW fans do with live pyro and nitro. Joel, what's the percentage would says, do you think this actually happens? Does Vince stay? If it's apparent, his presence is hurting potential rights or selling. Will he leave again? Once they get on another TV deal, what's the end game? Well, I mean, he didn't listen to anybody that said it was hurting things before Jimmy. So I think that if he wants to be back, he's, he's going to be back. It'd be really, so uh, I, I agree with you that I think it'll be a media company that looks to to buy, whether it be an Amazon, Amazon, I think might actually be a really good fit or, or a Disney or whoever it is. It would be fascinating to me. So, you know, the way this works is, you know, you sign an NDA, you get to kind of look under the hood a bit, then they do the meetings, everything, everything that, that, that comes together. It'd be really fascinating if let's say they get into a boardroom with Dis with Amazon executives and Amazon points at bits and says, go for lunch. Yeah, I'd be really curious what would happen if a potential suitor indicated that they weren't interested in uh, in dealing with Vince. Because Vince says he's, this is why he's coming back. That's what he yeah. says, right? If you're a Netflix, there's nothing better to launch your live streaming stuff with than this. You can run live events. You can have live programming, live pay-per-views. You have a full library at your disposal. I think it'd be very good. Brainmore says, you were just saying the other day, oh, we already read that one, but thank you. Uh, we've got a few more. Keon Keon says, seems like a fire episode of Succession. I got to watch this show. I've Me watched too. one episode. We're Did you see it. my tweet yesterday about that show that I'm watching called uh, Get Off the Phone or something? No. You got it. Okay. So I don't want to go too up. I don't want to go, of course, but do you remember when you and I reviewed, uh, what was that Netflix documentary crazy where the guy abducts the girl abducted in plain sight, abducted in plain sight. My friends watch that. Yeah. Okay. Episode one of this documentary, uh, I think it's called get off the phone. Mind blowing, Sean, mind blowing. And when I was watching it, I thought of you and I thought Sean's got to see this because this is fucking absurd. It's mind blowing. So check it out. I believe it's called get off the phone. WWR says any chance Tony Khan could afford WWE or be interested in buying it. Um, uh, the I Khan family could. The Khan family probably could. It would take an awful lot of money, and and if if not, they could lead a group to do it. I'm yeah, sure. and and something else along along those lines. So so if let's say WWE sells for six billion, let's just say, I most companies are not just going to cut a check for six billion. Sure. So when you look at Endeavor, Endeavor bought uh, the UFC. They highly had to to utilize loans and yeah. investment in order to in order to fund it. And any potential suitor could do the same thing. I mean, Netflix isn't swimming in money, there so you, go. you know they they would definitely utilize loans to get it done. And the cons might be no different. Isaac says events returns and there's no sale. Surely there'll be lawsuits from the stockholders. That's that's an interesting aspect, Jimmy. I hadn't even uh, thought of No, it depends. So if 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 okay, let's say there's no sale, but let's say the stock is now $85. What do the stockholders have to sue for? That would, that's right? true. So it's only if it tanks. That's that's the only thing. Uh somebody in the chat with one of the most dumbass comments I've ever seen saying, FTR looking like big dummies right now. <laughs> Lost their belts for no reason. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? My because God. they think they're going back to WWE. That's why. So like, what the hell? <laughs> he still wants them. Uh, wow. Broadway Joe says, I could see Vince saying a sale is imminent just to keep the stock price stable to never sell. Wonder how long that could work. I mean, the stock price is up significantly since he left. Like way, way, way up. Like $20 up. So um and people talking about conrad buying it conrad ain't buying it no that ain't no. how much uh, money do they think he has he's got a lot but like, not, not that like, not doesn't like have that. that no not like that 
Oh. Uh, Eddie Gomez says, subscribers who were thinking this morning, should I stay with Fightful again this month are now best $5 you can spend. <laughs> Love you guys. Legitimately, guys, every day we have at least two news stories. Uh, every day, or we have a podcast per day. We've got like 30 podcasts a month, early access, lots of cool stuff over at FightfulSelect.com. If you've ever thought, oh, you know what? Is it really worth it to pay for wrestling news? I get it. Some of you uh, have other priorities. But here's what I say. Steal a credit card. Steal your mom's credit card. Steal anybody's credit card. Subscribe with that. As long as we get our five bucks, I'm happy. Uh, Michelle says, it's 2023. What's old is new again. Welcome back, Vince, to no applause. Well, I want to thank you guys for joining in. Uh, We've got a got a huge amount of people that, that just tuned in uh, in the middle of the evening for this. I hope you all stick around. We got the, the impact post show tonight. We had day after dynamite this afternoon. We had the spotlight this morning. I usually don't do like more than three videos a day, but this is a special circumstance, Jimmy. And I thought it was very important that, that we had you on. Yeah, I know. This is very interesting. When I, when this news news first broke, the first thing I thought of is, shit, we should do a podcast about this. Because, again, this yeah. is exactly what we talked about three weeks ago. So uh, so I thought it was interesting that it I got it, a trip to London out. to pay for. Yeah. Look yeah. at this. Here, here's two GBP to chip away at it. Disney paid <laughs> $100 billion to buy Fox, could easily buy WWE. Oh, and, I, and I remember reading somewhere that that, at one time, was Vince's, like, preferred destination. It was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the one person told me that they thought they he thought they would be uh, good stewards of the brand. And if right. you you look at what they own, like they own the FX networks, Nat Geo, Freeform. Uh, they own part of the A&E networks, which already have a great relationship with WWE, yeah. uh, the Disney networks. There are places for this to go. So. I thought they owned ESPN too. Well, ESPN stuff is is a part of their group. So guys, thank you all so much. Leave a thumbs up on this video. We will have more on Fightful Select. I've also got a story on uh, a New Japan name that you all might not expect that WDB is interested in. That will go up either tonight or tomorrow now with all this stuff. But until next time, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.